Jewess, a Jewish woman, patriot, a proud American-born woman who is honored to be a part of the greatest country in the world today. My name is Cindy Gross, and you are joining me to share insights and analysis on today's rapidly shifting world. I welcome you to the Jewess Patriot Show. Featuring exclusive interviews with today's top newsmakers and trendsetters. Remember, you don't have to be Jewish with Cindy to be a part of the show. And now, from our WGBB studios in the tri-state area, also downloaded internationally anytime, anywhere, I welcome you to the Jewess Patriot Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jewess Patriot Radio Show. I am your host, Cindy Gross, today's premier Jewish woman activist. I'm also a proud American, and I want to thank you for tuning in. We have another great show. We have a lot going on locally, in our state, in our country, and around the world, and we're here to share it all with you. As many of you know, I open up each and every show with my pearls of wisdom because my Jewish name is Zisel Pero, which means sweet pearl. And boy, oh boy, I have a lot of pearls to share. It's going to be a very long strand, but informative and entertaining as well. My opening pearls of wisdom this week is to say that Jews are not alone, I'm finding out. In a lot of ways, we are because we are being attacked at a rate like no one has seen. Whether or not it's in demonstrations or physical attacks or attacks on Jewish businesses or paintings of swastikas. But since I started my campaign of Fashions for Israel, I have had an outpouring, I mean it, an outpouring of support and love and questions asked to me, like, what could we do to help? Tell your friends that we're there for them. If they need our help, what can we do? How can I be a part of your program? And I realize that while the battles now look hard, look deadly in many cases, and give us a feeling of insecurity, I am telling you that this has happened before in history, in the Holocaust, throughout the uh, Bible, throughout the years where Jews were expelled from various places in Europe. But you know what? We're still here. And so are Judeo-Christian values. And I want to reach out at this point and say thank you to those who are not Jewish, who are supporting Israel because they really love Israel. And they are religious. And they understand the importance of a place where Jews, Christians, and yes, Muslims 
consider home. Go to places to worship. And they thank the Jewish Israeli government for allowing them that privilege. Because if you go to countries in around Israel, you can't go to a lot of the religious places if they're even standing. So because of this extremely appreciative outpouring, what was going to be one show of supporting Israel with fashions and foods and wines and all kinds of goodies and services, we're going to have three more shows at least because people just want to help and be a part of something. There are so much good in so many of us. We can't let a false narrative of people who are getting paid to march on main streets across America take over. And we know that they're getting paid because, let's face it, it's in Craigslist, $30 an hour. Most of these people don't even know what they're fighting about. or We even have videos. They can't even pronounce Palestine correctly. So my point here is grab the good pearls, the ones that are of value, and make that beautiful strand together with me. And if you know anybody that wants to be a part of our projects, have them reach out to me, and we will make sure they are a part of it. Because so many of us have wonderful feelings, want to try our best to enjoy our holiday season, want to appreciate the freedoms that we have as Americans, and want to support our strongest ally around the world, Israel. We'll be back after this commercial. Many software projects become successful every year, growing businesses, saving time and money, and providing freedom from stress and frustration. However, not all software projects are successful. Why? What makes software successful? Paying attention to the end user satisfaction. With JobBase, every software project is a success because every project is built with the end user in mind. Save time, save money, improve and grow your business. The product is amazing. When I got the finished project, I was so happy with the result. They delivered higher than my expectation. As a project manager at JobBase, we commit ourselves to ensuring that every single product we have will succeed. Visit us at www.jobbase.io. That's www.jobase.io. Or email us at sales at jobbase.io. Be the next success story. Hi, my name is Allie Arts. I have been in the beauty industry for over 25 years. I became a salon owner five years ago when I purchased Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. I had a vision to create a warm, welcoming environment where you can have your hair done, meet great people, and leave feeling wonderful about yourself. Unfortunately, as we all know, that is not always the feeling you get when you walk into salons. Often we feel judged, not good enough, and it's just not what it should be. My goal was to take away those ugly bits of the beauty industry. We have a saying hanging on the wall in the salon, surround yourself with beauty and kindness. And we strive to create that environment and ambiance every day. 
We are a full-service salon offering hair, skin, and nail customizable treatments. There is truly something for everyone. We pride on ourselves of having a multi-generational clientele. And the reason behind this is because I've always been a working mom. It has been important to me to be able to utilize my time in a way that I can get all of my services done as well as my family. Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out sophiecruzatelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on sophiecruzatelier.com and have your Sophie goodies in days. Welcome back to the Jewess Patriot. And I have another Jewess Patriot with us. I have with us Jocelyn Gordon, and you know her for her work on the most trendy it accessories from hats to mittens to vest. And not only am I an admirer, I'm a customer. I have been for many years. Uh, she actually started working with Norma Kamali. She started her own company in 2001. You can find her brand in Saks, Neiman Marcus. You could see her on uh, in Bergdorf Goodman, Intermix, Shop Hop, and she's really, really the trendsetter in what other designers look for to copy as far as cute, functional hats, gloves, etc. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for joining the Jewess Patriot. Thank you so much for having me, Cindy. Well, as I said, everything that I am doing this season is Gifts with a cause. And not only do I love your stuff, but I love your, your idea of giving with purchases from your online, uh, website. So tell us a little bit what you're doing this season as far as, first of all, what's selling, what's trending? Anything happy, anything that creates a message of love and happiness and comfort. And feeling good is what's selling. I mean, I just had a sale. My sales were like through the roof for the weekend. And all the proceeds, most of the proceeds go to UJA. Because on October 7th, like everybody else, you know, in the industry, or many people in the industry, I shouldn't say everybody else, felt like they had to do something. And so I had to just you know, figure it out. And my cause was UJA and hopefully they're getting the money. And I know they are to needy people in Israel. And I mean, I'm so happy to, I set a goal and I'm, you know, pretty much at my goal. And it's very exciting to see the numbers go up with my sales and hopefully everybody will support my cause. And, you know, like it's just, it's, it's a happy kind of line and it's a feel good kind of accessory line. And you want to buy it for gifts or give it to somebody else and know that you're buying it, you know, a little bit for a purpose. You know, you're just giving something back to people that are in need. Well, I love the fact that you go into all seasons, whether or not it's with vest. I love the fact that you managed to do scarves and hats for all seasons. What do you see as the biggest trends coming into 2024? 
again, anything that has color, anything that's making you feel good, things that make you that you feel comfortable in, things that are useful, but also on the fashiony side. Like for spring 24, I'm doing a bucket hat in terry cloth that feels like a soft towel that has a big beach tote that matches and goes back that you can pack up. It has a little pouch. Everything packs up and it's foldable for people that are going on vacation now. And I'm starting to ship that now is the resort vacation and online All the proceeds, again, will go to UJA. Most of the proceeds will go to UJA. And it's just a feel-good, like I said, you know, I love to have something that feels soft and feels good, but that's also usable. You throw it in the washing machine, but it's fashion, it's trends. You want to make a little bit of a statement and it makes people feel happy. And, you know, people used to come up with to me in Bergdorf's years ago and say, you know what? I just went through, you know, something very difficult in my life and I come here and I buy your things and they make me feel so happy. And, you know, for me to hear that directly from a customer, you know, is, is so nice. It just makes me feel like I'm doing something for a purpose. So that I think is what's trending for spring is again, colorful things. Some kind of, a lot of stripes are trending for spring. We have really cute beach pants coming out. It's going to be exciting. So I, you brought up something about how you have this resort collection and it's functional. And I think if you were, if not the first, then one of the first, which is what really drove me to your brand with the fingerless gloves that I, yeah. I live in. I won't wear regular gloves anymore. I only wear fingerless because yeah. they are. You could still use your cell phone. You could still drive with it. You right. can, I mean, they're, that's the best. And I and think called, you were the first one or one of them. Yeah, it's called, it's called, and it's one of my best sellers. It's actually is my best seller, the Texty Mandy Mitten. It's, I don't know how I came up with that name. There's no Mandy in my family, but it's just so apropos for this mitten. And it's called the Mandy Mitten and it's fingerless and it's really cute, like faux fur. And it just keeps you so like mobile and warm for the winter and the holidays. If anybody's going skiing and they want to just throw something, you know, on just for like walking around the town or the village, but they want to text, it's the perfect thing. So tell us again, where can our audience reach out to you? Where can they uh, find out more about the line? I mean, you have so many pieces to choose from. I mean, and the price range is very good also. So there's a gift there for everybody. Absolutely. So my website is shopjocelyn.com. And, you know, as far as my best accounts, I have to say that Bloomingdale's represents Jocelyn in such a beautiful way. And it's been such a great partner for years and so you can always find something at Bloomingdale's that you'll love. And of course, my website, you'll see the whole entire collection. Well, again, Jocelyn Gordon, thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot. Thank you for your dedication of giving back in this holiday season. And we look forward to having you again. And we want to learn. I mean, you just come up with so many revolutionary things in the fashion industry. Thank you so much. Call me at Shop Jocelyn.
Hi, this is Allie Arts. I own Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. Self-care doesn't end with a cancer diagnosis. Once a month, Ambiance Salon opens its doors and offers absolutely free salon, spa, and wellness services to anyone currently in treatment. Our program creates a safe environment for our guests to feel comfortable, give space for them to relax, and leave them feeling a little lighter. It is by far my favorite day in the salon. Guests receive haircuts, color, scalp treatments, massage, facials, nail treatments, Reiki, and makeup. We also are able to offer complimentary wigs for because of a generous donation from Rocket and Wrap It Up. If you or someone you know is in treatment and would like to participate, all that is needed is a signed waiver from your doctor. It can be found at mondaysatracine.org. We are currently the only salon in Nassau County to provide this service. Hi there. My name is Sid Mandelbaum, and I'm the founder of Rock and Wrap It Up. We're an anti-poverty think tank that over the years have fed over one billion people and have also written laws so that uh, federal governments and states can uh, acquire food from uh, federal and state agencies. We would need your help for a couple of things. First, uh, we have a very robust program in schools and we teach students how to save food and then give it to people that are at risk in their communities. We also need uh, interns to help us with our advocacy work. And if you're interested in doing any kind of reaching out to governments, we could help you uh, with laws that we've written to get them passed. Thank you so much. You could reach us at uh, 1-877-691-FOOD. Or just call uh, 516-295-0670. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. Through my ventures of Fashion for Israel, I am finding the most incredible people who not only have talent that shares it with everybody, but they also have the best hearts and they really, really, really support Israel and the Jewish people and Judeo-Christian values. And I can't tell you how excited I am that Rihanna Cannon has decided to come on the show because when I saw her website, besides loving her glam from head to toe, which is totally me, and I really want to introduce her more to the tri-state area, she also has her wish list that includes going to Israel. And she's very, very involved in the activities in her community supporting Israel since October 7th. Brianna, thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot and for being such a vibrant, creative force in the fashion world today. Oh my goodness. What a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So sweet. So tell us a little bit about your background. Oh my goodness. Well, I've just worked in retail my entire life. I love the business of retail and I love fashion. Um, so 
really it's that's that's what I've what's what I've done forever when I was 10 I would draw pictures of accessories and clothes that I loved um all the way up until I could get my first job at 15 worked in a boutique um went to school majored in fashion merch and entrepreneurial management and um upon graduation I went into retail store management um worked for a ton of different retailers um I was an operations manager for Louis Vuitton I was an assistant GM for Gucci and then my most recent I guess career position before I started my own company was managing the jewelry department for Neiman Marcus. Um, and so when I left, I planned on being a stay at home mom because I do have three boys, but, um, I think I'm just not capable of not working. So, uh, very quickly started this business and I've been doing this now for a little over five years. Um, and it's just what a blessing. It's amazing. Well, I could tell you talking with you and trying to get you into this interview where other uh, retailers and other fashion houses are complaining about a poor economy. You're busier than ever. You're busy. And I appreciate your patience. <laughs> and one of the reasons is your creativity is from head to toe. You really uh, build uh, dresses, shoes, headbands, all the jewelry, all the sunglasses, everything you need. And what also I love about you is like you said, you want to dress everybody in the family. You want yeah. grandma, mommy, do- granddaughter, even great grandchildren, all look, you know, all feel comfortable and fashionable. And that is something that people kind of forget these days. I think it's very, very sweet. One of my favorite things that happened last year, last holiday season is a a grandma came into our retail store in Plano, Texas and bought for all 16 member, all 16 like girls in her family. So from, you know, moms and granddaughters. And then of course her, everyone had matching accessories for their holiday photos. And I just thought that was really cool. And they all wanted to match and they were, you know, tons of different ages. So that makes me super happy to see. It's very sweet. And you have all price ranges for gifts and you ship nationally. We do have, yes, we actually, sh- we ship internationally. Um, we don't have just an absolute ton of international business, but it does happen and we do ship, um, internationally and, um, yeah, we try to offer a range of prices. You know, we certainly are, um, a little bit of a higher end accessory, but we do, we do have something for everyone. And we always have some items that are marked down, um, after that holiday or season is over. What is the number one accessory you see trending right now? Well, for us, it's, um, it's still headbands. It's been headbands for quite a while. Um, we outsell any other accessory headbands like 10 to one. Like, I mean, we sell a ton of headbands. Um, I, they've been going strong for several years. And so I keep wondering, like, are they going to continue being popular? Like, is it going to take a dip? But like, no, I was just comparing this year to last year, like just quantity of headbands that we're moving. And I mean, we're selling way more this year than last year. So, I mean, headbands are just continuing to be very, very popular for us. But of course, we always make fun earrings. I'm wearing these giant gingerbread earrings and um, we make really fun kind of whimsical earrings for every season and, and, um, They're just really fun. So, I mean, our jewelry sells very well, but headbands are certainly number one for us at the moment. What color do you see as the most popular trend right now? Pink. Pink. It's always pink. 
pink. I'm, I, I always say pink cells. And my husband's actually, it's funny. He's gotten on board. He's previously a municipal CFO. Like he's our, he's our CFO now, but he's, he's total numbers guy. But having been in this business for several years now, he's just fully supportive of all women's like accessories and fashion and jewelry. And he's always like, can we do it in pink? We should do it in pink. He, he just fully like, he wants no. you to make it in men's. That's he's why like, if, he's like, if, if we make it in pink, people will buy it. And I'm like, that's right. So pink is certainly like always my favorite color and seems to sell very well. So part of this uh, gift giving campaign we have is about the awareness of what's going on in Israel. And you are involved in your community. And you were telling me a fascinating story about one of the church you go to that you're very involved in and their support for Israel. In fact, somebody just came back from Israel. Yep, that's right. Tell us a little bit about your involvement with your church and your support for Israel. Yeah, I go to Prestonwood Baptist Church in Plano, Texas, and um, Pastor Jack Graham is our um, senior pastor, and he has been going annually, taking a huge group of members of our church to Israel every year for, I mean, I don't know, I want to say he said something around like 30, 30 plus years. Um, so it is, it's a massive initiative in our church, and um, I think anyone who's who's like been a member of our congregation for a while, just desires to go to Israel. That's been on my bucket list for quite a while, but I want to go when my boys are old enough to like remember and go with me and like experience the trip with us. Um, So that's been a huge part of our um, church's ministry for a long time. Um, But this year it was very interesting. Normally the Israel trip happens in January, but it won't be happening this year. Um, Unfortunately, they had a, a, a girl who graduated from the school who was affiliated with our church. It's Preston with Christian Academy. It's a pre-K through 12 school. And she's a recent graduate. I think she graduated last year and she has been in um, Israel. Um, I think she's a missionary now is like her job. And so she's been in Israel and um, she was actually stuck there. And in, I don't think it was a, it was a terribly like dangerous situation, but she couldn't get home. And I just can't, as a parent, I can't fathom that. And so she came uh, when she did finally get home took a couple weeks. She, um, spoke at our church and shared her experiences and, um, really had a lot of positive things to say and share about how, um, just helpful and safe she felt, um, amidst all of the tragedy that's happening. And I thought that was really incredible to hear. Where can our audience find you? Uh, well, we can be found in a lot of places. So, um, the number one place that we like to share content is Instagram. We have our own website. So our website's briannacannon.com and our Instagram is Brianna Cannon official. Um, we're also on Facebook. Uh, we do have a TikTok, but I like never post there cause it's just something new that I have to learn and I'm like not really interested, but, um, we, we really sell mostly online. We have a retail store in Plano, Texas. That's our flagship store. It's really, really pretty. So if you ever are going to visit North Texas area, it's a really cute store. Um, but we also sell to about 2,500 retailers nationwide. So we are in a lot of boutiques and, um, like kind of mom and pop, like boutique type stores is mainly the types of stores that buy our products. We are in a couple bigger box stores. Um, but really it's mainly like boutiques and small businesses. So, um, we have a lot of that. Buy America first. And, and those stores are what made us a superpower and what will continue to keep us growing. Brianna Cannon, thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot Show. Thank you so much for your creativity. And you're going to be back in the near future with more beautiful head-to-toe designs. Oh, I sure hope so. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 
Thank you. Many software projects become successful every year, growing businesses, saving time and money, and providing freedom from stress and frustration. However, not all software projects are successful. Why? What makes software successful? Paying attention to the end user satisfaction. With JobBase, every software project is a success because every project is built with the end user in mind. Save time, save money, improve and grow your business. The product is amazing. When I got the finished project, I was so happy with the result. They delivered higher than my expectation. As a project manager at JobBase, we commit ourselves to ensuring that every single product we have will succeed. Visit us at www.jobbase.io. That's www.jobase.io. Or email us at sales at jobbase.io. Be the next success story. Hi, this is Allie here from Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. Let's talk holiday. Now, if you don't know this, we take our holidays very seriously here at the salon. Until the end of the year, it is time to upgrade your hair wardrobe. We are offering 10% off of all hair. Now we're talking K-tip extensions, sew-in, clip-ins, toppers, all of it. We'll also be hosting some amazing events, Botox, Client Client Appreciation Day, uh, with loads of giveaway raffles. We'll have some exclusive specials where you buy a gift and receive a gift um, the last week in November. You can check out all of this on our social media. Cindy will be mentioning it on the radio, and I hope to see you at the salon. Welcome back. I'm so happy we have our uh, next guest with us. So many of you know him. He He wears so many hats. He's a best-selling author. He's a humorist. He's a former speechwriter for both Presidents Nixon and Ford. And he's a proud Jew like me. And uh, Ben Stein, thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot. I really appreciate you coming on, especially during these times when so much is going on around the world. And your book couldn't be more timely because you you knew uh, President Nixon during the 73 war with Golda Meir, which a lot of people are talking about and going back to now. Yeah, it was a terrible thing, and Nixon really saved Israel. I mean, there was no, there were really seriously dangerous moments for Israel when the Russians were threatening to drop paratroops onto the Israeli army once Israel had crossed the Red Sea and was coming up behind Cairo. The Russians said, if you continue doing this, we will use our super skilled, so supposedly, uh, Red Army paratroops to fight you. And Nixon, he didn't, Nixon didn't even say, if, if you, he just said, we're going to DEFCON 2, which means the next step is nuclear war. And the Russians got the message loud and clear. They backed off immediately and uh, no other president ever no other head of state ever has taken such a big risk for the Jewish people. Ever. Not, not anyone. The Jewish religion is approximately 6,800 years old. I'm sure you know that better than I do. And no other president has ever done anything like that for Arabs Israel. You know, when everybody always talks about Jews and Democrats, I always look at the three best presidents for Israel. Nixon, Reagan, and Trump. Yes. They were all Republican. Sure. You bet, you bet, you bet, you bet. Well, one of the great myths of American politics and American, uh, what should I say, demography 
is that the Democrats are uh, good for minorities and uh, the Republicans are snooty, bad people who don't give a damn whether uh, minorities live or die. It's completely untrue. And just a, a sign of like a pathetic lack of education the young people in America have. What a pathetic lack of education uh, is, is passed out at America's schools for, for everyone. I mean, you know, I, I, here I am in L.A. I've been uh, talking on this subject forever, and I still hardly ever meet any Jews who understand that the Republican Party is the party for minorities, and especially for Jews. People don't get it. It's funny you say that because I spoke today to a couple of people in California, and they still... You know, they, they don't can't believe what's going on. But I said, guys, you had an opportunity for a recall. You were so miserable and you didn't do anything to fix it. No, it was. Well, new, our governor is just uh, he, he's just so crazy and pathetic. It's off the map. But let's just go back to Nixon and how when he first ran for higher office in California, they called him Tricky Dick. They said he was slinging mud at Helen Gahagan Douglas, who was the Democrat candidate against him. Nobody could ever find any evidence of him being tricky or, or him doing any kind of thing that was underhanded. They accused him of taking bribes. There was never one shred of evidence, not the slightest whisper of evidence. Didn't matter. The Democrat media went after him tooth and nail. But interestingly enough, my dear friend, the LA Times generally considered the most left-wing of left-wing papers, always endorsed Nixon, always, in every election he was in. So a little bit interesting, but, uh, wow, we here in California are really stupid about politics, and it's getting worse and worse all the time. We're just as stupid in New York. I should say (laughs) that the book is called The Peacemaker, Nixon, the man, president, and my friend. I have to say something to you about him that – I don't think too many people realize, you know, we have all these elaborate presidential libraries. I find Nixon's uh, presidential library with his home, the childhood home, how he grew up as a Quaker, very, very um, unique. It might be the last one we have a feeling of a real Americana growth, the American dream, how someone came from nothing and, and went into such an important position because don't forget, it was during his uh, presidency that we had so much diplomacy around the world that we never had before. Well, Nixon understood foreign policy. Nixon understood what was uh, in the game for us, what was in the game for the Soviets, what was in the game for the People's Republic of China. And he very quickly figured out there was no point at all at remaining permanently hostile to the Red Chinese. And there was a great deal of harm for the Russians in us hooking up, even in the slightest way, with China. And once we had done that, the Russians were caught flat-footed. They were in trouble from then on in, because from then on in, they were the only country in the world surrounded by hostile states. And and, uh, that's a very dangerous situation for them. The Russians do not like being surrounded by hostile countries. And uh, the Cold War was over. So the minute... Richard Nixon stepped off the plane in Beijing. The U.S. had won the Cold War, and that was a hell of a big accomplishment. After that, uh, it was all, wasn't all downhill, and now we have problems with the present administration in China, but it's a hell of a lot better than it was. 
So you, uh, the Nixon administration is known really for another Jew, Henry Kissinger. What was your relationship like with him? I hardly knew him at all. I used to see him in the hall. Uh, he was pretty close friends with my father, Herbert Stein. And uh, if I was with my father and we saw Mr. Kissinger in the hall, uh, my father and he would stop and talk. And interestingly enough, even though I am almost exactly 22 years, 21 years younger than uh, Mr. Kissinger, people still think I'm Kissinger and he's Ben Stein. Uh, but my relationship with him was friendly. I don't think he handled the Yom Kippur War at all right, not even close to right. When he was brought intelligence of the uh, Egyptians crossing the Suez Canal because Mrs. Meyer had screwed up the uh, protections and the alertness of the Israeli forces, he said, don't send the Israelis even a nail. Don't send them one nail or else we're not going to send Israel any aid at all. And President Nixon listened and said, uh, I want the jamming devices so that the Russian anti-aircraft missiles don't work. I want them on the planes immediately. He called the Secretary of Defense. Secretary of Defense said, no, 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 these jamming devices uh, are way too sensitive. We cannot let them out of the country. Uh, if the Russians should get hold of one, it would really hurt our defense. And Nixon said, I guess you didn't hear me. I said, I want them on the planes right now. And for several weeks before that, my father and Leonard Garman and some other prominent Jews in the administration had been pleading with Mr. Nixon to help Israel. And their words did not fall on deaf ears. They had no problem dealing with Mr. Nixon. He got it right away. And very soon, at one point, he spoke to the Secretary Defense said, I want to hear the sound of the planes taking off from Andrews Air Force Base and on their way to Israel with the uh, devices. And that changed the war. It was an incredible, unbelievable stroke. And Russian, the Russians are threatening nuclear war over it. And Nixon just said, we're doing it anyway. We're, we're not going to let Israel go down the tubes. There's no chance of that. I think your book is especially timely because... You're oh. very kind. Well, because first of all, our kids don't know American history. Our adults don't know American history. Well, you're right there. And we are living in a time very similar to the 73 war. Um, in the fact that the Americans are so involved in this. And, uh, I guess is, I hate to say it like this, but Israel was just as surprised in 73 as they were now with the attack of October 7th. More and- so. More so, more so. This time, Mr. Netanyahu, Mr. Netanyahu, I'm a fan of Netanyahu, but he screwed this up so badly. I'm not sure there's ever been a case where a head of state has screwed up his nation's defense preparedness as badly as Mr. Netanyahu did this time around. Just it's unbelievable how incompetent he was about this. And I have always been a fan of his. But, boy, he really had no idea what he was doing. And what happened to the Mossad? What happened to the vaunted Israeli defense intelligence capacity? Where were they? What happened to them? I mean, there's never been a case quite like this. I mean, we don't we don't get it even now. It'll take years to untangle it. But, gosh, it still got caught in happening. I, I happen to agree with what you said. I also think it's partly because... Jews, one of the reasons we survive is because we care about everybody, but it's also our downfall. We forget about who we are 
before everything else. I mean, we're more concerned about uh, parades in Tel Aviv happening than our own people right on the border. I mean, I myself was actually in factories in Gaza or near, you know, in that area, right by the Gaza Strip where the uh, terrorist attacks were. And they were busy. Israelis were walking around proudly introducing us to their Palestinian workers. Those were the same workers that took advantage of them. Yeah, took advantage. See, they took advantage of them. They They took the pregnant mothers and ripped open their stomachs with giant bayonets, ripped the infants out of them cut the infant's heads off and put the bodies and the heads in a pile, poured a, a gasoline or some other highly flammable liquid on them and set them on fire in front of their families and then killed their families. I don't think even Himmler, I don't think even Hitler himself would have found such a thing possible. I mean, even Himmler was known to have said at a certain point, this is just too much. You can't do any more of this. No, no, not a problem for the, not a problem for the Arabs, not a problem at all. So what would be your advice? Cause you've been doing this a long time. You've worked with many important people in that decision making uh, position. What would you say right now? Cause this is a Jewish and non-Jewish audience. Many of my audience are Christian Zionists who support us tremendously, who understand that American values, democracy is at stake right now. It's not just Israel. Israel and the Jews are now that step one to the bigger plan. What would you tell people? Well, I would tell them what I think Nixon would tell them, which is, one, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Two, under no circumstances do we let ourselves get caught mapping and flat-footed. Three, once, uh, once a catastrophe like this, the beginning of this nightmare begins, we don't back off because a bunch of peaceniks in Lincoln Square, or Washington Square, rather, uh, and a group of hippies in some cities in America, and a group of lunatics, Paraguay or Chile or wherever they are, uh, are demonstrating. We say, look, Winston Churchill did not back off when the Nazis started bombing London. He did not say, okay, we're going to have a pause or we're going to stop bombing you and we'll send food into you. What kind of lunacy is that? That is not the way you win a war. You win a war by applying maximum force to your opponent as fast as you can. And that's the way wars have always been won. They're not won by having a pause and sending in food. Can you imagine Churchill, the greatest of the great, of the greatest of the great, can you imagine him saying to Hitler, okay, now, my friend Adolf, we're going to have a pause and we're going to send in food to Berlin and Stuttgart and Essen and Dusseldorf uh, while you rebuild your defenses. It would have been unimaginably stupid and Churchill would never have done it. And we, sh- I don't think we should be doing it. And I don't think that the Israelis should be doing it. I mean, if we want them to quit and go away and put their heads up their asses where they belong, Let's make it easy for them to do it and hard for them to continue this war. And by the way, where did this whole idea of having a humanitarian pause, so-called, during a war come from? That's a crazy idea. Only Jews would be expected to put up with that nonsense. Created by Jews in a leftist administration because they were afraid of the progressive left. 
They're afraid of everything. The Jews in the progressive administration are afraid of their own shadows. There's just, there's, there's no end to the betrayal of the Jewish people by other Jewish people. There, there's, there's no group in history that has come so consistently voted against their own interests as the American Jews over and over and over again. And it's happening right now. Apparently, from what I read in the polls, which could be accurate, could be inaccurate, even now, the great majority of American Jews would support the Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party are the ones who are saying, let's have a pause. Let's let the Palestinians regroup and rest. What? Why should we do that? We're, We're well on the way to killing most of the ones we want to kill. Why should we let them have any kind of pause? And you know, as soon as we have a pause, they're not going to use the time to rebuild schools and hospitals. They're going to use the time to rebuild what rocket launching facilities and other places to hurt us Jews as badly as they can. Why are we helping them? That is the question. We It's hard to believe that we even have to uh, ask. Uh, ben Stein, please tell it's everybody. It's insane. It's insane that we have to ask. Tell everybody where they can get the book and where they can uh, reach out to you. Uh, they can get the book at uh, Amazon, which you may have heard of, and uh, they can reach out to me by uh, writing to me at Ben Stein, my name, at AOL.com. I'm old, so I use AOL. But please, American Jews, please, the future of Israel is at stake. The future of Judaism itself is at stake. Let's not kowtow. Let's not bend the knee to people who want to kill us. Why? Why are we doing it? So the book is The Peacemaker, Nixon, the man, president, and my friend, Ben Stein. Thank you for joining the Jewess Patriot. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you, Cindy. God bless you. Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out SophieCruzAtelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on SophieCruzAtelier.com and have your Sophie goodies in days. Hi, I'm Brianna Cannon. I'm a Texas-based fashion designer making women's accessories, clothing, and shoes. We love to dress multi-generations, head to toe. Our entire motto is making the world a prettier place, one sparkly accessory at a time. We have seasonal products for every major holiday and occasion, and we really just love to make our customers feel pretty and spread joy with our ruffles and bows and rhinestones. You can follow us on Instagram at Brianna Cannon Official, shop online at briannacannon.com. You can follow us on Facebook, and if you're in the Texas area, please come to our retail store in Plano, Texas. We hope to see you soon. Hi there. My name is Sid Mandelbaum, and I'm the founder of Rock and Wrap It Up. We're an anti-poverty think tank that over the years have fed over one billion people and have also written laws so that uh, federal governments and states can uh, acquire food from uh, federal and state agencies. We would need your help for a couple of things. First, uh, we have a very robust program in schools, and we teach students how to save food 
and then give it to people that are at risk in their communities. We also need uh, interns to help us with our advocacy work. And if you're interested in doing any kind of reaching out to governments, we could help you uh, with laws that we've written to get them passed. Thank you so much. You could reach us at uh, 1-877-691-FOOD or just call uh, 516-295-0670. Thank you so much. Welcome back. What a show. Uh, I hope you found the conversation with Ben Stein as enlightening as I did. You know, many of you know him from his many television appearances, but to have him talk so much about factual American history and his family's involvement in it is quite fascinating. I want to close with some thoughts that I I'm very hesitant to say, but I'm going to say, because many people are questioning me about things going on in the world. And the things that are on social media and repeated all the time, I'm not going to really discuss here because you have everybody sharing and making themselves the reporter of it. But here are some thoughts that have come up in conversations that you're not seeing on social media that I think we should be really asking and really talking about, such as whether or not you're Jewish, Christian, or Muslim, do you feel safe walking down the streets? And I'm not just talking Fifth Avenue or the Grove in Beverly Hills. I'm talking about Main Street, USA. I mean, I went to a rally on Main Street, USA, which was in Long Island, a very middle class area with hardworking people. And it was amazing to see how many people hate America and hate Israel. It really was astounding. And then you see posters about protests and boycotts of stores, of events. You saw the uh, destruction of the public library. You saw people disrupting the Macy's parade. You saw Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You're seeing all the Christmas tree discussions. Hanukkah is in less than two weeks, and many communities put up big menorahs and have huge community-opened festivals. Festival's not too different than the music festival of October 7th, where it's an open field, where there is a bandstand, where public people stand and talk and lead and sing. Do you feel safe going to these places? Do you trust law enforcement enough? Do you trust your elected officials enough? And I'm not talking from one party. I'm talking from both parties because law law enforcement and the right to have free speech as long as it's not harming others, all 
are in the hands of both parties. Then there's the economy. How are you going to spend your money and where are you going to spend it? You know, some of our very heroes of COVID, like takeout restaurants and even restaurants that shifted their gears towards COVID uh, accommodations are now really struggling because of this economy and because of safety issues. Real estate. So many people are talking about real estate, especially commercial real estate, which was the hottest thing not too long ago. Are you really interested in investing in your community? Do you really want to trust public transportation? These are the things that are on our minds as residents of local communities, of suburbs, not too far from cities. I'm worried about what's around us. We are a community. We've built a nice little family here through WGBB. So many of you reach out to me all the time personally with thoughts of the show, ideas for show guests. So when you want to have this discussion, I'm going to share it. I don't have the answers. But I want you to start discussing it with your neighbors, your friends, your families, not as a political discussion, but as a community discussion. It's not about Trump and Biden in your neighborhood immediately. It does go to them eventually. But it's your local officials. It's your local law enforcement. It's your local delivery people, if you trust them or not the local people who work around you. There are so many strangers coming in and out of our neighborhoods doing all kinds of work that we don't know who they are. And some people are afraid if they see something they don't like to take the steps to call law enforcement. And I'm telling you, you should do it. Fill out paperwork and make sure that you have proof that you actually saw something and did something you didn't, you know, you wanted to report on. The worst comes to worst. It's a false alarm, but you could be that false alarm this time and save somebody the next time. So while we have all these great things going on on the show this month, the idea of celebrating and purchasing with a goal, with a purpose, sharing Gifts from your heart and then donating part of those proceeds to a great cause is amazing. Please go on my website, cindygross.com, into the recommendations section, and you will see many of the people that you meet on my show that come on and look at their websites located there and look at all the specials that they are sharing with you through our website. I hope you have a happy and safe week. We will see you 
next time on the Jewess Patriot Radio Show. Remember, if you want to hear the show again, or if you want to share it with somebody who didn't hear it, or even if you missed a previous episode, download us through iHeart and Spotify. My website, CindyGross.com, now has all the episodes that you can pick up very easily with the press of a button. Take care. Goodbye. Thanks for watching The Jewish Patriot Show with Talk Radio's premier Jewish activist, Cindy Gross. Be sure to download Cindy's next program, as well as previous ones, available internationally on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and in Israel on Jewish Podcasts. See you next time on The Jewish Patriot Show.